Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello, my wonderful, beautiful friends. Guys, welcome back to r slash malicious compliance, where people do exactly what others tell them to do out of spite. And guys, in this episode, a road rager harasses OP and dares him to call the police, and he instantly regrets it. My friends, the lineup of stories in this one are super satisfying, so sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride. And don't forget to hit subscribe if you haven't already. So, I work for a contracting company in Pennsylvania. I work as the traffic controller, meaning I'm the guy that sets up the traffic cones and signs at the construction sites, as well as hold the sign with the stop and slow on either side. Now, as you can guess, people hate me when I'm at work. I get constant remarks and comments thrown at me simply because I inconvenience people for a few minutes on their commute. But I don't give a crap because I'm making sure the workers, my workers, and the drivers are all safe and nobody gets hurt or killed. I also don't care what people say about me as I do have pretty thick skin. So one day, I'm working a job with four other traffic controllers. Usually it's only two, me and someone else, but we were on a busy intersection so we needed more people. I was at the top of the hill which flowed into a huge S-bend before the intersection. I was there to make sure that people slowed down before the bend to avoid them blowing past or hitting my coworker at the bottom. I was only to stop traffic when I was radioed to. This was only for the few times that the work trucks were moving out of the work zone. Things were going smoothly at first. Eventually, I got a call to hold traffic. So I flip my sign to stop and traffic comes to a stop perfectly fine. And then I hear it. A few cars down the line, a woman's blaring her horn non-stop and screaming out the window of her Mercedes. This Karen is just wailing that I stopped everyone. She eventually gets out of her car and comes stomping up to me. Now, I can't leave my post. However, I was fully prepared to whack this woman with my sign if needed. Karen finally reaches me and she says this. What are you doing? Why are we stopping? I then say to her, I'm holding traffic, ma'am, because... She then interrupts me and says, let us through. I have to be at the airport. I tell her, I'm sorry, ma'am, but we have workers moving down there. You're just going to have to wait. At this, she screams, this is effing ridiculous. Just tell them to move. I have to go. Now at this, I begin to apologize and she cuts me off and says, listen, you heroin addicted good for nothing slime ball. Get out of my way and do your effing job. She then storms back to her car. Again, I have thick skin, so I didn't care about that comment. However, I am so not against some good old malicious compliance. If she wants me to do my job, alrighty then. At this point, I get the call to let traffic through, and I begin to do so. I noticed the two cars that were behind Karen had turned off into the side roads, so she was the last one in line. Oh, perfect, I think to myself. I radio to the guy at the bottom of the hill and tell him that I'll be holding traffic for a bit. By law, in Pennsylvania, I can hold the traffic for 15 minutes, so I decide to use that to get some malicious compliance on Karen. I let a few cars in front of her go, and I stop her. She starts back up again and says, What the F are you doing? I say to her, I'm sorry ma'am, there's an obstruction in the road, you'll need to wait until it's moved. Now, if you're asking what the obstruction was, well, it was my lunchbox that I threw into the middle of the road after stopping her. 
the Karen goes off for 15 minutes on me about how she's gonna miss her flights and how I'm a dirty convict. 15 minutes go by and I move my lunchbox and let her through. Now thankfully, only one other car came by in that time and it turned off into a driveway, so I wasn't inconveniencing an innocent person here. She then pulls up and yells at me and says, What were you doing, you idiot? I then reply with a very snarky, I'm just doing my job, ma'am. And she drives away in a huff. When we finished up, the others asked what I was doing, and I told them what happened. They thought it was the funniest thing they'd heard all week. Now, I don't know if she was late for the flight, but I hope she was. The moral of the story, kids, don't mess with traffic controllers. We can mess up your day more than you think. That was absolutely wonderful. She totally deserved that for belittling OP. And as for people hating traffic controllers, I personally don't, guys. I always give them a friendly wave when I drive by. But then again, I'm almost never in a rush to get anywhere, but I can see how a person who's already late to the airport is gonna get upset. But guys, there's no need to get out of your car and yell at the person. Like the road-raging idiot in this next story, guys. It's wild. So, to set the scene, I had minor surgery in the morning kidney stones aren't fun, and decided that it would probably be best to Uber to an appointment instead of drive. For most of the Uber drive, everything goes relatively peacefully. We're about two minutes out, and everything's been going as expected. Now, what I wasn't expecting was for some roided-up stress head in a four-wheel drive to have an insecure masculinity meltdown. So traffic's a little backed up, and my Uber driver does a socially frowned upon but not illegal maneuver. The guy beside us is inching forward pretty slowly, leaving a giant gap between him and the next car. My Uber driver puts her signal on, takes that opening, and then is immediately honked at by the four-wheel drive. Now at this, she looks confused and asked if she did anything wrong, and I shook my head. We were approaching the lights that caused the backup, and our emotionally stunted driver speeds violently past us. He's screaming at us through his car, giving us the finger, swearing at us. The works. I laugh, and the Uber driver ignores. As we continue up to the lights going straight on, the idiot decides to speed up and immediately changes into our lane, cutting us off. No blinker, nothing. He then slams his brake hard, almost causing us to rear-end him. Now it's worth noting that this was all done at a well-surveilled set of lights. He's in front of us and brake checks us again and again as we cross over the lights, and then he turns off into the side street. Now this is the side street that I was going to get my Uber driver to drop me off on. I told her to go one street further up and U-turn, as to not antagonize the clearly angry driver and to give him time to get ahead. She agrees, does the U-turn, and then turns onto the side street, only to see the idiot waiting at the entrance of the street. Now at this, my eyes roll into the back of my head, as I realize that there's a pretty solid likelihood that this dude's gonna come over and try to abuse us. My driver drops me off, and she asks nervously, Do you want me to hang around? But I shake my head. I get my phone out and hit record just in case, and sure enough, as my first steps down the street happen, Mr. I purchase large cars to make up for deficiencies elsewhere is coming over. Now the guy's a big man. I can tell right away that he's fuming, and sure enough, he starts right away, being verbally aggressive towards me. For a full 8 minutes, I let him go, complaining all about her driving. But when I brought up his own illegal actions of cutting us off and brake checking trying to cause an accident, he says, So what? At this point, the guy sees my camera. He tells me he doesn't care if I'm recording. He then enters my personal space and tells me how hard and tough he is for doing four years in prison. He then makes a fatal mistake. He tells me to call the cops as I'm going to need them. So I do. He's standing there riled up, a mixture of nervous and self-righteous energy. 
I tell the police that immediately when I arrived at the location via an Uber, I was being harassed. Now, when I mention the word Uber, his head tilts. When I explain his actions, as well as him admitting to them on camera, he looks surprised, and then concerned. At this point, he runs to his car, but not before I can relay to the operator his license plate. Police arrive later, and I show them the footage of the altercation. Now, I didn't think anything serious would happen, most likely just a fine, unless he'd done this kind of thing before. Now, it turns out that he had done worse. He had been involved in a non-fatal hit-and-run, where the police were only able to get a description of the vehicle and of the driver. He was sentenced just last week to six months. Not much, as it was his first offense. At least now when he tells folks that he spent time in prison, he won't actually be lying. All I can say is that guy's a freaking idiot. If you know that you committed a hit and run and that police might be looking for you, don't freaking dare someone to call the cops. Like, if the guy had just let it go after the brake checking, he probably would have gotten away with just being an idiot. So OP does link the audio to this incident, and here it is. What are you talking about? You just cut me off, and you want to come in here and start trouble? Excuse me, I'm going through this building just oh, here. Of course you are. Yeah, I am, mate. Are you? Yeah, yeah. I am, mate. Yeah, it's video. I don't give a f- Yeah, cool. Good on you, mate. So what's your problem exactly? So you cut me off. So hang on. No, no, don't no, tell no. me to hang on. I've got a f***ing inbuilt dash cam. You cut okay. me off. So you cut me off. She didn't indicate for a start. Uh, she did indicate. No, she f***ing didn't. Yes, so, she did. so for a start, you're not supposed to change lanes at the intersection. Sorry, hang on. Are you, are you hang on. Hang no, on. no, 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 no. Come watch, come watch the footage. How, how about this, mate? You yeah, know when you got into that turning lane? What about it? And then you went out of that turning what about lane it? without a f***ing indicator what about on. about it, mate? Out of lights. What about it, mate? I can call the police. Call the cops. Call the f***ing cops. Call them. Call them. Call them, buddy. What? You think because you're f***ing big? Buddy, I come up a lot worse in four years in prison. You think I give a f*** about you? Call the cops, champ. Only four years in prison. Call the cops, champ. Call the cops, champ. So my neighbors are the worst. We've been living at this house for over 10 years, and we've had nothing but problems with them since the beginning. They use our basketball net without asking. They let their dog run loose, so we're always scared we're gonna hit him. The parents let their kids do whatever the heck they want to do, and their dog repeatedly craps on our lawn, and they don't pick it up. The dad also drives so fast on the street that he's bound to kill someone one day, and the mom bitches about my mom behind her back. You get the point. So recently, their thing is that they've been blasting their music when they're in their backyard. And when I say blast, I mean that you can hear it from our end of the streets all the way to the other end. It's insane. And this can be at 11am or 11pm. It's constant. Now that you have the background, let's fast forward to today. At 1pm, their music starts insanely loud but whatever it's during the day and i'm at work so i let them have their fun so i go to work and come back and my mom's freaking out she has work tomorrow morning and my brother's gotta be up at 5 a.m and it's now 11 p.m their music is somehow louder than before as we can hear it in our house at this point i'm over it they've been such crappy neighbors and this is the last straw So we call public security. They tell us that they can only send an officer if we'd be willing to testify against them in court, should that be necessary. Now I'm thinking, okay, that's a bit extreme, but whatever, we'll deal with it. I walk over and see that my neighbor's sons and their 16-year-old friends are outside. I ignore them and go to the front door. I hear the friend say, so, are you complaining about the noise? I tell him, yeah. At this point, I just ignore him, knock on the door, and the mom answers. She says I scared her because she thought I was the police. I then explain that it's too loud and I called the police already and she apologizes. And that should be the end of it. Until the friend pipes up and says, Wait, you called the police on us? I tell them, yep, 
I know you guys have a ton of weed on you, so I doubt you'd want me to have to do that again, so keep it down. At this, the friend says, Why don't you call the police again, bitch? At this point, I was basically back at my front door, but I was like, mm, no, you don't have the upper hand here, 16-year-old kid. I then pull out my phone, dial public security, and show them my screen as it's ringing. I say to them, Hi, so I called a few minutes ago about a noise complaint, but I actually just went over and not only is their music insanely loud, but there's a lot of underage drinking and there might be drugs. Now upon hearing this, everybody gets up and runs. I've never seen a group of people scatter so fast. Honestly, Opie probably did the neighborhood a favor by calling the police. Like if he didn't call, it was only a matter of time before someone else got fed up with it. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. A few years ago, while I was a student, I would work part-time at a local supermarket. Let's call it Salesbury's. Typically, I would be working on the checkouts. However, when things were quiet, often during closing shifts, I'd have other duties, like restocking shelves or collecting up the shopping carts. This particular malicious compliance occurred when I was out in the parking lot collecting carts. Around 9pm, the store isn't particularly busy, nor is the parking lot. There's plenty of spaces, even the ones right next to the entrance to the building. Despite this, a young guy in a brand new white BMW decided to park in a disabled spot, despite having no obvious disability or a blue badge that lets you park in disabled bays. The guy gets out of his car and heads into the store, and I say to him, Hey, uh, you know you've parked in a disabled bay, right? At this, the guy tells me to mind my own business. As I'm just jealous because I can't afford a car like his on my supermarket worker salary. At this point, I remembered a key piece of information, that cops frequently patrol the parking lot at this time due to racers around town making trouble. But I didn't reply, and I let him walk into the building. Now, I did consider telling him this, but he told me to mind my own business, so I did. About 10 minutes later, as per usual, a police car pulls into the parking lot. Anyway, as I'm pushing the carts nearby, the police officer asked me how long this car has been parked here. I told him, and he said he'd wait for the owner. About 5 minutes later, I'm called back inside to go to my checkout. There was a huge set of glass windows where we can see the cars outside, so I glance out there to see the guy from earlier being fined by the police officer. Guys, that was instant karma that was well deserved. Now it does boggle my mind how entitled that guy was to take up a disabled parking spot when it's near closing time and there's tons of other parking spots available. So I live in like a gated community thing with townhomes and stuff and an HOA. Nothing super fancy by any means, just a quiet little neighborhood. 
The way it works with parking and the crux of this story is that every residence has two spots assigned to their unit, and they're yours to do as you see fit. You use them, you leave them empty, you let your neighbor use it, let guests use it, you can park straddling both spots, who cares? The spots are yours. It's been this way for many years with not an issue. Now we do have towing companies contracted to the HOA. Now our towing company is only to be called at a residence or HOA request to remove an unauthorized vehicle from their spot. The towing contract is rarely used. And even then, it's just used as a last resort. We usually talk to each other like good neighbors if we do have a parking issue. So I get home this evening and right behind me comes a tow truck. The kind they use for stealth pulls, where they lift up one axle and roll you on down the road in about 20 seconds after arrival. As I get out of my car, I see them pulling a neighbor's car who always parks diagonally in their two spots, due to a tight configuration and a corner spot. Now again, it's their spot, so who cares? Literally nobody. That's who. I couldn't shake the feeling that something was off. You see, the couple that owns the car is a sweet couple in their 60s. They're semi-retired and just nice, quiet people. It didn't seem likely to me that their car was being repossessed. And something about the tow truck driver and some random dude in an F-150 following him on a radio just made me feel odd. Now usually, I'm a pretty non-confrontational person, but something about the whole situation made me act in an assertive manner. So I flagged down the driver as he was beginning to leave with the residence car. And I say, hey, are you pulling a repo or a resident out of their own spot? At this the guy says, I'm pulling a resident for parking in two spots. At this I say to him, I've lived here for a decade and that's never been a thing. This person has the right to those two spots. The guy then tells me, yeah, well it's in the contract, you should try reading it. At this I say to him, no, I've literally talked to the HOA about this exact thing, and they've confirmed that what you're towing them for is not a towable thing, unless the resident themselves had called it in, and I doubt they asked you to tow their own car. He then says to me, well, you should talk to them then, because I'm leaving with it. So in comes the malicious compliance. In a stroke of righteous karma, the HOA rep who's responsible for the towing company contract of our complex gets home less than 5 minutes after the tow truck leaves when I was out walking my dogs. I walked up to him, exchanged the usual pleasantries, and relayed the situation as well as the fact that they had tagged at least 3 other vehicles in their lot for future tows. He simply lets out an exasperated sigh and says he would get right on it. I then knocked on the neighbor's door whose car got towed and informed them of the situation, suggesting they also contact the HOA rep up the hill. They did so accordingly, and he confirmed that he was already in the process of handling it. We stood out front and chatted for a bit, and he went inside. I retreated to my front porch and waited for what I knew was coming. 20 minutes later, as I leaned against the wall out front, I hear the jingle jangle of victory coming back into the complex. The tow truck drops the car diagonally in both spots just as he found it with a scowl on his face. As he leaves, we make eye contact and I grin. He gives me the finger as he leaves. I smile because he knows I won. The neighbor whose car was parked there came outside shortly thereafter and we chatted again briefly. The HOA rep came down to where we were chatting and apologized for the issue, saying that the towing company had given them other problems recently, and with this, he would be moving at next month's board meeting to contract with a new company as of January 1st, one that actually abides by what we pay them to do, which definitely isn't towing ourselves. In closing, be the good neighbor Mr. Rogers taught you to be. Honestly, you guys know how I feel about HOAs, mainly because I've read too many stories and I've actually experienced it myself, because I had to deal with an entitled Karen who power tripped. 
But in this case, I'm glad to see that the HOA actually takes the homeowner side of things. And I actually love how wholesome this was, guys. I love it when people watch out for one another. So this happened last week, and I'm proud of myself for it. During this pandemic, I found peace by sitting in my garden watching YouTube videos and scrolling Reddit. I always sit on my swing chair. Now, a swing chair is a chair mixed with a swing, so you sit and swing without annoying chains or having to go out. My swing chair has been through a lot, so much so to the point that if you sit on it, it squeaks a bit. I like the squeaks though, so I keep using it. Now, my neighbor hates my family. She especially hates me for some reason. One day, I was out on the swing chair listening to music using headphones, and all of a sudden, a bucket gets thrown over the fence and almost hits me. I jumped and took off my headphones. My neighbor responded with, Stop swinging on your chair. You're distracting my children and making them jealous. You either stop or you give it to me. I then asked, How am I distracting them? She replied, The sound makes them look through the hole they made in the fence. I told her I'll stop. Now here's the malicious compliance. I stopped going on my swing chair and instead picked up an old hobby of mine, drumming. I played it so much that my family would sometimes have to speak louder to talk to me. And this is where it gets weird though. She then phones my personal phone that I've never given the number to anybody except my close friends. Apparently she had gone to my mom's Facebook, searched for a picture of me and my friends, and found my best friend's number by some means and posed as my aunt asking for my number so she could check up on me. She called me yelling at me to stop drumming. I said why, and she said because of the noise. I told her that since I had to stop swinging that I took up a hobby. The woman hangs up. I now go on my swing chair and play my drums. Revenge is best served cold. Now, I thought the drums thing was pretty clever, but you know what's more fun than playing drums? Learning how to play the bagpipes. Okay, but seriously though, that could have been solved with some WD-40 to fix the squeaks, and the whole issue could have been avoided. But it wouldn't have been as fun. And that, my friends, brings us to another end of our slash malicious compliance. Guys, I hope you enjoyed the stories today. If you did, leave a thumbs up. And if you missed yesterday's episode on the channel, an entitled Karen gets mad when OP puts up security cameras to catch her trespassing. Check it out if you haven't, and myself and Stevie Boy will see you guys in the next one. We love you. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.